Oh my gosh. gosh. Okay, that's it. You're not allowed to touch anything else. I was just going to say, I'm not going to touch anything. Hands off my computer. I'm not touching anything ever again. (laughs) So that being said, uh, take 437. It's been 28 minutes. Wowza. I think it's safe to say that we probably need to find a better software. Yeah, I think it knows that we just keep doing the free trial. Uh, yeah, it's like, um, you're not going to finesse this any longer. Don't let like the, the ringer gods hear you. They're going to turn us off. Oh my God. I uh, know. Can you hear yourself echoing? No, anymore? not anymore. That went away. Okay. But I was worried like my voice would Good. be like double in the recording. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand. Um, cause I think that happened on my end one time and I was like, Ooh, can I edit this out? Cause it was only in certain places, but. All right. Um, With that said, we're here. With that said, <laughs> we are ready to roll, maybe. I literally, um, like, as as we were trying to set this up, I literally Googled, is Mercury in retrograde? Because the way things are going right now, it sure seems it like is. it. Um, but yes, like we said five minutes ago when we thought we were on to something, uh, this episode, there is no theme. Um, <laughs> I guess... Uh, this can be Halloween-y themed, uh, since Halloween is Saturday, um, and when this comes out, it'll just passed, but, um, I, I hate that I forgot that that was a thing, because I probably would have chose something more spooky, but, like, what is more spooky than you got a good human, you got a good trick, like, a real, no, you have a treat, because it's, like, dark and creepy and a really good one and i have a trick it's a treat and i'm pretty proud i'm so excited for mine but it is definitely not a treat uh yeah see this whole time i don't know what i i like i said i thought you were doing the topic i took notes for so i was like what is she talking about like she's learned so much and i'm like i thought this was already common knowledge (laughs) (laughs) but um that makes a lot more sense um where and i'm really excited yeah i'm so excited where was the mistake, oh, though? Man. Like, am, am I on the wrong week? Are you on the wrong person's, like, story? Okay. I'm on week seven, and I chose – I thought I was doing what you were supposed to be doing for week seven, when in reality I was supposed to do a whole other thing, and you are on week – on my notes, you're on week okay. eight. <laughs> I love it. Because that was when – yeah. Two mistakes. It's just a whole two mistakes cancel yeah. each other out and it worked out. That's why I was like, y'all, if you could see our text messages, I was like, ha ha ha, yikes. <laughs> I literally like you can't hear it because it's lost in the ether, but I like I was like, I'm gonna unplug my microphone really quick. And then I unplugged it because like I was echoing in the background. And then you just hear like Ashlyn Joy like humming, like waiting for me. And then I texted her, oh no. <laughs> and then she's like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. No, I still have that. I have that recording, so I'll throw that in there. Um, Please hold for a very important message. Oh, Lordy. Oh, that's not a good sign. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. So, um, that being said, I don't know how long yours is. I took a lot of notes. This is the one that has taken the most notes for me. Um, just because I was like, let's get into it, you know, super in-depth, kind of a lot of background. So I'm hoping yours is kind of like the same I don't, that I didn't like go over. I don't know, because like mine is like, it's really long in my notes, but it's a lot of like quotes because I just can't even wrap my brain around this for the most part. 
So I just take like other people's opinions and like read them out loud and, you know. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, so good, good. Maybe we'll cancel long, each other out. I don't know how long out. it'll take, but I don't know. Okay, maybe we'll cancel each other out because mine is like, if you count front and back of pages, it's 12. Oh my gosh. But six. Okay, what's mine? If you only count whole pages. Mine's typed I'm, in like paragraph form. Oh, let's see. And it's seven pages, but it's also size 18, so I could read it better. Okay. Well, you got to take that into consideration. I also have some pictures. I'm going to have to send you this picture halfway through because I literally look at it and laugh every time I look at it. Okay. Okay. I have my phone next awesome. to me. All right. That being said, before we get cut off by the ringer guys, oh my God. Um, let's just let's get into let's it. Go. Let's so, go. Let's hear it. Okay. So I am covering today, uh, not with any theme, <laughs> but trick or treat. I am theme. doing trick or treat. Yeah, trick or treat. Halloweeny. Um, yay! But um, I'm doing a cult, and that is uh of Jonestown. The you know don't drink the Kool Aid. So um, Jonestown. Um. Also, disclaimer because I know I'll forget if I don't say it now. If you have Netflix, I don't know if it's still on there, but watch The Sacrament. It is a literal dramatization of Jonestown. It's so good. I'm probably going to watch it after we record tonight. Is it, like, factual? Um, No, it's not factual, but it just takes, like, what I'm about to tell y'all today, it basically takes that and just turns it into a movie. Oh, my gosh. I have to watch that. It's It's good. It's good. It's one of the best ones that I've seen that's not, like documentary yeah like it's got some spice but you, you still learn about it right right I'll have to check that out okay all right jonestown is actually part of a cult um a lot of people think jonestown is the name of the cult it's not the cult itself is called um the people's temple um and jonestown is just a branch of that so i wanted to get that out there um and obviously the leader of jonestown or that branch is Jim Jones and Jonestown was actually located in I don't know how to pronounce this so Kel help me out here. What I know? Um, <laughs> I don't know. G U Y A N A. Gyna? That just sounds bad. <laughs> yeah, I like Gyna. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know. Well, no, not that. Guyana. Guyana. Just call it We're going with that. G I don't know. That's bad, too. We're just going to go with Guyana. Um, I'm sorry. Don't come for me. Uh, public education. Maybe someone okay. will actually email us if we mess up enough. Maybe. <laughs> if, yeah, exactly. Okay. So, um, Jonestown was actually the agricultural commune located in Guyana. Um, and so, here's just some background. Wait, um, Guyana. The temple. Wait, sorry. If this is, if you want to get to it. Guyana is, like, down by Mexico, right? Correct. Okay. Um, so the People's Temple was formed in Indianapolis, Indiana in 1955. Um, and though its roots and teaching shared more with the biblical church and Christian views than with Marxism, they practiced apostol apostolic, apostolic girl. I don't know these words. Um, apostolic socialism. They're apostle. So, so basically they mix social concerns with faith healing and an enthusiastic worship style that they actually drew from African American churches, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. It sounds like a good time. Like so far, like I'm, I'm all for it so far other than like Marxism. This is how they get you. This is how they get you. I'm telling you. I would fall for it so fast. I would fall for a cult in a second. (laughs) Um, I can believe that. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so in the early 1960s, Jones visited Guyana, um, and during this time, Jones received um, considerable amounts of criticism in Indiana for his 
integrationist um, views. Basically, he was not down with segregation or anything, which like, hey, I get it. Yeah, I'm on board. 100%. Right. Um, And so ultimately, this led the People's Temple to relocate to Redwood Valley in California in 1965. And eventually, the People's Temple's headquarters kind of um, got stationed, if you will, in San Francisco. So basically, they say it's a San Francisco-based cult, which I guess is true. Um, If you look at it from, if you want to say their start was when they relocated, then yes, it's based in San Francisco. Okay. Yes. After the People's Temple's participation proved instrumental in the election of the mayor, um, his name... His name was George Mascone, Masson, in 19, 1975. Um, Mayor Masson appointed Jim Jones as the chairman of the San Francisco Housing Authority Commission. Um, I thought this was a fun fact um, that I wrote underneath it. Unlike many other famous cult leaders, Jim Jones actually enjoyed public support and contact um, with the public. And he also enjoyed contact with some of the highest level politicians in the United States. Um, so for example, he actually met with the vice presidential candidate at the time. That was Walter Mondale and the first lady, Rosalind Carter. So I thought that was interesting. Interesting. Cause I, I don't know, like as the first lady, why would you be like, sure, you know, maybe. She, yeah. I mean, that's what I was like when I was writing it, I was like, does she know? I mean, at this like, point, I'm all on board for like. Right. Yeah. At this point, it's like, okay, mm, you could get away with it. Like, you could get away with being in a cult and it being borderline. Okay. Yeah, because like, you when know? is it a cult? Yes. There's a fine line, I'm sure. Is a sorority a cult? Yes. If you really want it to be, then yes. <laughs> um, sorry to my friends. <laughs> but depending on which one and how crazy you yeah. take it, I'm sure it could be considered a cult. Okay. So, um, the next section I have is about how they chose Guyana or whatever you want to pronounce it. So a former temple. So, okay. You're going to hear me say this a lot. A former temple member. Um, and these are people that basically they were called defectors in the research, but they're basically people that were like, F this. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. Right. So they're almost like whistleblowers for the cult. Okay. If that makes sense. Okay. So. A former temple member named Tim Carter stated the reasons for choosing Guyana were the temple's view of a perceived dominance of racism and a multinational corporation in the U.S. government. Um, According to Carter, the temple concluded that Guyana, an English-speaking socialist country with predominantly indigenous population and with a government including prominent black leaders, would afford, yes, would afford black temple members a peaceful place to live. So I guess they're going to use the the view that we're doing it for you. I guess at the time they saw African-American people or people of color, indigenous people, whoever, as like, we're doing this for you. It almost sounds like it's a charity okay. case, in my opinion. Like hard anyway, in the right spot, but so, you missed it. Right. Um, Jones also saw Guyana as a small, poor, and independent enough for him to easily obtain influence and official protection. So, like I said, he basically saw a weakness and he ran with it and tried to play it as, oh, we're doing this for you. This is for you. And really, it was just for him because he knew this was a place that was small enough. It was independent enough. And the people were just uh, poverty stricken, I guess. And he knew he could get away with a lot. Yeah, so. that's fair. I mean, it's gross, but fair. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. In 1974, Jones and the Temple negotiated a lease um, of over 3,800 acres of land located in the jungle. And this land in the jungle was approximately 150 miles west of the capital of Guyana, which was Georgetown. So it's basically out in the middle of nowhere. Georgetown was named <laughs> is after... what I'm hearing. Wait, Jones, never mind. <laughs> it was named after something. It was named after okay, something. Gotcha. Um, as 500 members of the People's Temple, the construction of Jonestown took place. Uh, the temple encouraged more and more people to relocate to this settlement or this branch. Um, and Jim Jones saw Jonestown as both a socialist paradise and a sanctuary from media scrutiny. Um, let's see here. Jones reached an agreement to guarantee Guyana would permit temple members mass migration so basically, um, he had to basically bargain with Guyana officials saying we're going to have over 500 people from the Americas or the United States of America come over here at once. And what do we need to do to basically make that happen? And so to do that, he stated that they were skilled and progressive. And then no one proved this, but he showed off an envelope that he claimed had $500,000 in it um, and that he would invest most of Jonestown and the people of Jonestown's assets in Guyana. <laughs> he just was like, I have $500,000 in here. Believe right, me. exactly. He was like, We're, we have this money and I promise like anyone who comes here by default will be invested in you. All right. Even if that's not true. Fair enough. So. Jonestown was held up as a benevolent communist community, and I actually have a quote um, from Jim Jones. Jim Jones, and he states, I believe we're the purest communists there are. <laughs> Famous okay. last words. Uh, right. The fact that he said that with his yeah. chest, like you you really thought this something there. This communism huh? was going very well at the very beginning. Right. And then, um, if you couldn't have guessed it, the members of Jonestown were not allowed to leave the premise without prior permission from Jones himself. So everything had to go through him. Um, the people of Jonestown actually called him father and dad. Daddy. So kind of weird, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Daddy Jones. Oh, Daddy Jim Jones. Oh my Jones. gosh, I hate it. Yep. Um, so life at Jonestown was... <laughs> to some, I guess at the beginning, they were like, ooh, structure, we like it. But I'm going to break it down okay. for you. Um. Temple members worked six days a week. Um, they woke up at 6.30 in the morning, and they would work all the way to 6 o'clock in the quit. evening with one hour for lunch. Yeah. Um, in the midst of 1978, Jim Jones, um, his health began rapidly deteriorating, uh, leaving his wife, Marceline, to manage the Jonestown operations. She reduced the work week to eight-hour days and five days a week. Woohoo! Yeah, you think you're getting somewhere, huh? <laughs> right. Um, okay, so once work was over, temple members would attend several activities in the pavilion, which is kind of like their common area. So, yes. And so they would attend several activities in the pavilion, including classes in socialism. Um, Jones compared this schedule in Jonestown to the North Korean schedule of eight hours of work and then you have eight hours of study, uh, which is, yeah, that's the most North Korean thing I've ever yeah. heard. And uh -huh. who bases their, like, great ideas off of North Korea? Uh, 
Jim Jones. We don't have any uh, Jim Jones. We don't have any North Korean listeners yet. Thank I've you. Added, I've added, I bet it'll be the next. Um, right. Um, okay. And then they would have discussion around current events, and these discussions often took the form of Jones interrogating individual members about the implications and subtext of a given news item or delivering lengthy and often confused monologues on how to read certain events. Basically, master manipulator. Okay, got it. Um, Jones actually recorded himself doing readings of news articles, and these recorded readings were actually part of the constant broadcast over the Jonestown speakers. And these would be played day and night. Like constantly. You would just hear this man's voice. Oh, my gosh. It's insane. I would literally just be like, you know what? Hand me that Kool-Aid. I would just walk into the jungle. I'd be like, I'm out of here. I'm going to go live with the natives who were having a great old time before we showed up. Right. Where they don't have to listen to you (laughs) 24-7. It's like a podcast that never turns off. Yes, exactly. Except it's about North Korea. Um... Jones' news readings usually portrayed the U.S. as a capitalist and imperialist villain, um, while casting socialist leaders such as Joseph Stalin in a positive light. Um, And then it also had a North Korean leader similar to Kim Jong-un, but it wasn't Kim Jong-un. It was one I couldn't pronounce. His first name was Kim, though. So maybe it was a, you know, brother. Your first name's? Over there are their last names, so it probably is the same family. Yeah, like Kim would be Kim Jong Un. His last name is Kim, right? I have no idea, girl. You're asking the wrong. Yeah, I think so. Like I think like in Asian countries, they switch the first name and the last name. Hmm. Yeah. Well, the first slash last name was Kim. (laughs) I can tell you that. Um, Temple members lived in small communal houses, some with walls woven from truly palm, uh, which I'm assuming is a specific type of tree. And ate meals that reportedly consisted of nothing more on some days than rice, beans, greens. And if they were lucky, they'd get meat, sauce, and eggs. So, eating good. Um, which was actually, I didn't write this down because I was like, Ugh, I already have 12 pages of notes. <laughs> but um, the soil itself was not, basically you couldn't grow anything um, on that soil. And basically, they had to have wheat and stuff sent over in bulk um, and then just hoard it. So basically, non-perishable foods was where they're That answers my question of if they're self-sustaining, where did they get the Kool-Aid? Self-sustaining, they are not. (laughs) So, yes. Um, Okay. Um, And despite having access to roughly $26 million by late 1978, Jones also lived in a tiny communal house. And was said to have a small refrigerator that held eggs, meat, fruit, salad, and soft drinks. So, he was like, whatever, I'm here for the Dr. Pepper. Oh, so there was no prison on the grounds of Jonestown um, for those who, you know, had disciplinary behavior problems. Um, And there was no form of capital punishment. However, there were various forms of punishment he used. For members that were significantly, you know, having disciplinary problems. Um, and a couple of these were, oh, imprisonment in a six by four by three feet plywood box. So, wait, that's so, can you um, wait, six, like standing up or laying down? Cause you were just like stuck there. My, yeah. 
My claustrophobia kicked in. Sorry. Um, he would force children to spend the night at the bottom of a well, sometimes upside down. How are they not dead? Right. And then for members who tried to escape without permission or just in general, um, they were given drugs such as thorazine, sodium, pentothal, and valium in large doses. And those were, you know, given to them in what they called as an extended care unit, which was patrolled day and night by armed guards. Okay. So that was their version of a prison, I guess. But only if you, you know, wanted to escape, then you would get put there. At least you get uh, value to take years, your mind off the horribleness. Right. Uh, for years, the commune ran primarily through social security checks received by the members. Um, oh, yeah. And then I wrote this because this was crazy. So, because of this, they had up to $65,000 in monthly welfare payments from the U.S. to Jonestown residents that were signed over to the People's Temple. That's a lot of money. It is. I was like, whoa. Okay. Um. So, next, I have Jones made frequent addresses to Temple members regarding the safety of Jonestown, um, including statements that the CIA and other intelligence agencies were conspiring to destroy the settlement uh when re- in reality <laughs> he's just causing he's just trying to he's stir bored. the pot the cia don't bored. care basically exactly um so because of this he was on edge i guess and after work when jones would say there is a reported emergency or one arose quote unquote the temple conducted what Jim Jones referred to as white nights. Have you heard no, of that? No, but I'm nervous. Okay. So during these events, Jones would give the Jonestown members four options. One, attempt to flee to the Soviet Union. Which is no... Wait. <laughs> right. Well, see, that's one thing about Jim Jones. He loved the Soviet Union. Yeah, but like, Union. how are you supposed to flee oh there? God. Like, they're in an island in South America, and I, they want him to flee to Russia? I guess if why not flee to yeah, the jungle, just like basically. flee to Mexico. Like I don't know. Now you have a point there. Um, so attempt to flee to the Soviet Union. Two, commit revolutionary suicide. Three, stay in Jonestown and fight the attackers. Or four, flee okay, into the jungle. So number four, but four was looking enticing. Revolutionary I will say. suicide is that like where you like kamikaze style it and like take someone out like. While you're going out, or is no, it like not. taking the cyanide pill? It's it's basically um, suicide in the fashion of you'll be remembered, okay. and it's monumental. I guess is the right word gotcha. I'm looking for. So let's see here. Okay, so on at least two occasions um, during the White Nights, where he was giving these members the four options. Um, a revolutionary suicide vote was reached, so all the members had to vote, and whatever I guess the majority decided on is the option. Oh, it wasn't like a, up to um, each individual. It seems no. like it should be. There's a lot of things <laughs> that seem like it should be in this thing, but um. So that being said, a revolutionary suicide vote was reached, and a simulated mass suicide was rehearsed. Oh gosh. Um, so the event was described in an affidavit, um, from a former temple member or a whistleblower. And this is a quote. Um, it says, everyone, including children, were told to line up, 
As we passed through the line, we were given a small glass of red liquid to drink. We were told the liquid contained poison and that we would die within 45 minutes. We all did as we were told. After 45 minutes when we should have been dead, Jones explained that there was no poison and we had just been through a loyalty test. Oh my gosh, they all did it? Yes. Um, basically, that is just... I mean, listen, props to Jim Jones. I will give him that. That is how you test loyalty right there. If you're trying to weed out the weed. You did it. Yeah. But like, I guess I would say the weak are the ones who decide to just right. Not even try for the Soviet Union. Yeah. Just lay down and die. Yeah. Um, so basically he was like, nah, just kidding. Just kidding this time. But watch out for next. Um, right. Exactly. Uh, so the temple had actually received monthly half-pound shipments of cyanide since 1976. Half a pound of cyanide? After j- a month, yes. That's a lot. That's a lot of cyanide. Because what, like two grains? He was able to do this. Yeah, it's very you, little. I don't very know where you get cyanide. Okay, well, I'm glad you asked. Because after he only got it or was able to receive it because he obtained a jeweler's license to buy cyanide to supposedly clean gold. So he basically pretended he was a jeweler and was like, oh, my God, I need cyanide to um, clean all these gold rings. Did nobody, like, look at him funny and be like, okay, then show me your jewelry shop? No, I guess they just took his word for it, which (laughs) boo-boo on their part, but, you know. Okay. All righty. Let's get down to where, yeah. Okay, I'm just going to start reading now. Um, Okay. Oh, which this part right here that I'm about to get into, this is what the sacrament was based off of. So, Leo Ryan, who represented California's 11th Congressional District, um, stated he would visit Jonestown. He was kind of receiving some weird letters saying, like, can you do a wellness check? There were some people in Jonestown that would write in calling themselves the concerned relatives. Um, and it was just a very small group of people that would write to the congressman or Congress leaders and say, hey, um, we need basically a wellness check, but we really need you to come help. And those pretty are much. who were in so He was like, yes, okay. some of them were. Um, how you would send a letter <laughs> is beyond me. I mean, I don't imagine they have postage there. But Yeah, okay. I have no idea. Um, okay. So Leo Ryan was actually... Um, associated with the people's temple um in a weird way so that's probably also a reason he was more inclined to check it out because he it said that he was friends with the father of a bob houston um who was also a temple member in california whose mutilated body was found near train tracks on october 5th 1976 was that related so, well, it said that this was three days after a taped telephone conversation with his ex-wife, which leaving the temple was discussed. So they were thinking, like, they they sent someone to kill him because he wanted out of the cult, pretty okay. much. Not great. So, right. <laughs> uh, so Ryan was like, huh, all right, well, let's, let's check it out, I guess. Um, okay, so... I'm just going to call him Ryan so everyone's clear because I don't want to have to keep saying his first name. So Ryan and a delegation of 19 other people, I just didn't want to list them out, but they were anywhere from news anchors or news reporters to cameramen to, you know, 
representatives, all kinds of shit. So, yes, exactly. So Ryan and a delegation of 19 other people flew to Jonestown on November 14th. Only Ryan and three others were initially accepted into Jonestown, while the rest were allowed only in after sunset. And those other people were not allowed to stay on the premise. Um... So Ryan and I think they actually weaned it down to two. So Ryan and the two others were the only people allowed to sleep in Jonestown. I mean, those other people are probably like, no, 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 it's fine. Whatever. (laughs) Like, I don't want to sleep in there. Right. They were like, "Mm, you're not hurting my feelings. Okay. So, uh, yeah, they were allowed in after sunset. Um, That night, they attended a musical reception in the pavilion. And while the party was received warmly, Jones ranted about government conspiracies, a.k.a. (laughs) Exactly Um, what we're doing right now. Right. So two temple members, one named Vernon Gosney and Monica Bagby, (laughs) made the first move for rebellion that night. Um, Gosney mistook Sherwin Harris, which was a part of the delegation, um, for Ryan and passed him a note that said, Quote, Dear Congressman, Vernon Gosney and Monica Bagby, please help us get out of Jonestown. Aww. She ain't okay. going to get out, Pretty though, is Straight she? to the point. We love it. Well, okay. okay, we'll find out. Also, let me just say snitches get stitches because a child, a child saw this happen and alerted other people. We'll just be like the stupid kid. Knock him in the head. It's past your bedtime. You're All murdering right. like... Thousands of hundreds of people. I was like, oh, okay, child. But yes, a child witnessed this and alerted other temple members that, you know, Vernon had alerted or tried to alert the congressman to um, basically get him out or get him and her out because I guess Monica was in that too. So um, that was like November 17th. Um. That they were allowed in and that the music reception took place. Uh, the next morning on November 18th, 11 temple members sensed danger enough to walk out of Jonestown and to the town of Matthews Ridge, which supposedly was in the opposite direction of anywhere someone would go. Because if you leave Jonestown, you have to pass the airstrip. To get to the capital. So the airstrip obviously is where planes would fly in and out of. But these people went in the opposite direction. So like into supposedly. the jungle? So that was weird. Okay. Right. Um, and of these people um, were Joe Wilson and his family, a.k.a. the Jonestown head of security. So I thought that was she interesting. That he and his family. Listen, I thought the same thing. All right. Okay. It gets better. Um, that afternoon, two families, uh, Vernon Gosney and Monica Bagby, were granted permission to leave Jonestown. Um, and Temple member Al Simon was his name attempted to take his two children to Ryan to begin any necessary paperwork for transfer back to the United States. Um, Bonnie. Al's wife basically got summoned to the pavilion and was basically forced over the loudspeaker to basically call him out about it. So he, she went on the loudspeaker and was like, uh, okay. what are you doing? Basically, 
uh, Al pleaded with her, saying, please come with us. Come back to the United States with us. And she said, no. What was up with that lady? Be like, bye. Right? I was like, okay, well, all right. Yeah. Um, So the way they got from Jonestown to the airstrip was on a large dump truck. But obviously the dump truck part was empty. That's what held the you know, passengers. So while most of the delegation left on a large dump truck to go to Port Katuma, I'm going to guess that's how it's pronounced, the airstrip. That's what I'm going to call it. Ryan and Dwyer stayed behind. Dwyer is a part of the delegation. Ryan and Dwyer stayed behind for any others who may want to leave. That, you know, basically last minute was like, no, take me with you. Um, So a temple member named Don Sly attacked Ryan, uh, wielding a knife, but was tackled to the ground by um, people that wanted to leave, obviously. So a small group was like, oh, what, what, whoa, no, I don't sir. understand. That's our, I that's don't our understand the people that just like so adamantly wanted to stay there and wanted other people to stay there. Like if that many people loved it there, let some go and then get more, you know, like if this was a legit like experience, people would right. want to be there. I agree. No, I agree. Okay, so this literally, the dump truck had just taken off. So they were not even far enough away to like not even, they could still hear this happen. So after they heard the attack happen, the truck stopped and Ryan, who was uninjured, thankfully, was pulled into the passenger seat after his friend that stayed behind or part of the delegation stayed behind and told him like, no, you're a congressman. You need to go ahead and leave. I'll get on the next flight. Like, don't worry about it. I got it. You need to get back to the U.S. and get this ball rolling about Jonestown. Um, Once they arrived at the airstrip, one of the three planes were boarded with people, a.k.a. the people that wanted to leave, like Gosney, um, Bagby. I think one of the families was on this plane. And then one of the delegates. Like, the delegation people. Uh, So, yes. Okay, so they boarded this first plane. And as this plane was getting to the end of the airstrip, about to, like, take flight, I guess you could say, um, a a temple member who was, like, I guess playing around, pretending to be someone that wanted to leave, but didn't want to leave, um named Layton, pulled out a handgun and began shooting at passengers. Oh my gosh. Um, and Dale Parks, which was the dad of the fam, one of the families that wanted to leave, actually disarmed okay, him. So Did anybody die? That was good. Not well, I know eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so while boarding the two other planes, a tractor trailer neared um, and Temple's I guess it was a group that they named the Red Brigade, whatever that means. Um, <laughs> I guess a, I guess a group of their own vigilantes, like if you neighborhood will, watch, um, for Jonestown. Yes, exactly. Um, began open firing with shotguns, handguns, and Not rifles. Like neighborhood watch. There were approximately <laughs> right. There were approximately nine shooters. None of which were identified, but most agree that Joe Wilson, the head of security, was among them. So the guy that left 
Yeah, wait, I thought he was, like, ahead of the schedule. I thought he was, like, ready to get out of there, like, see ya. Like, he was... Right, that's what I thought, too. But I guess that was just, like, a ploy, like, like a gotcha moment, I guess. Because, like, at the... To us? Because at the Um, time, people would just be like, oh, my God, I'm getting shot. They wouldn't be like, you're back. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It just feels like a weirdly, like, Mm -hmm. theatrical opinion. Right. It was weird. Um, But, yeah, they thought um, among those nine people, Joe Wilson was one of them. And unfortunately, Ryan, the congressman, was killed um, after being shot more than 20 times. Yeah, that would do it. Jeez. So that would do it, wouldn't it? Before, Which, this makes it even worse. So before leaving Jonestown, Ryan had told um, Gary, this guy that I guess works in Jonestown closely with Jim Jones, um, that he would be issuing a report that would describe Jonestown as, quote, in basically good terms. Uh, Ryan stated that of the 60 people he targeted and interviewed to say, like, do you like living here? Do you want to leave? You know, anything like that. Of the 60 people he interviewed, none wanted they to leave. And the 14 people that came forward, the 14 people, that was it, 14 people that came forward wanting to leave or constituted as a minority, and yeah, basically they were probably scared, in- insignificant, right? Though that may be the case, that may be the case. He could not, you know, say that because he didn't have proof. All he could say is, "I interviewed them. They said All they didn't right. want to leave." I mean, I guess so. Um, dis- despite this report, um, and Gary told Jim Jones this. He said, "Like, hey, we're all good." Like. Ryan said that he's going to basically say that all is well. Um, Jones stated that he had failed and all was lost. So uh, after the attack on the airstrip, Jones' wife, Marceline, came out over the loudspeaker because I guess you could hear shots firing like fireworks over there. Um, came over the loudspeaker stating everything was fine. <laughs> that reminds fine. me. And that everyone that should just, just return home. Yes. Oh my God. The dog. The dog. And he's like, this is fine. Everything's fine. Oh my God. I'm fine. Yes. Yeah. I'm fine. This is fine. Uh, yeah. So she's like, this is fine. Everything's fine. Just go, go back to your little communal houses. Like it'll be cool. So little did they know during this time, Aides were preparing a large metal tub with grape-flavored Kool-Aid poisoned with Valium, chloral hydrate, cyanide. I only know vinegar. what Valium and cyanide are. Well, I'm guessing the other yeah, two I'm are. The two like, aren't like I had vitamin the... C, but <laughs> right, 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 right. So after about 30 minutes, uh, Jim Jones himself came over the loudspeaker and made an announcement, calling all members to the pavilion immediately. So, on November 18th, 1978, Jones gathered all the members and began to say things such as, and I have a least, I'm kind of nervous, I'm going to fall for it. Okay, quote, one of those people on that plane is going to shoot the pilot. I didn't plan it, but I know it's going to happen. They're going to shoot that pilot and down comes the plane. And we had better not have any of our children left when it's over. Because they'll parachute in here on Who? Who will? Okay. I guess America. He's like paranoid that America's out to get him. So he's saying, 
we gonna ki- somebody's gonna kill that pilot. We gonna be in trouble, and it's up to us to not get in trouble. Okay. So, following Jones' statements, he stated hostile forces would basically parachute in and convert captured children to fascism. Okay. Um, and actually, I thought this was interesting um, because I didn't know this. But everything I'm telling you right now can be heard. Yeah. On, like, there's yeah, you a can record literally go hear his voice. On a, right, on a 44-minute cassette tape that they call mm-hmm. the death tape. I've, I've heard, heard part of, of it. It's, it's um, like, grainy, but it's, like, as creepy as it sounds. Oh, I believe it. Um, so Jones goes on to urge members to commit the revolutionary suicide. The theory Jones had was you can go down in history saying you chose your own way to go, and it is your commitment to refuse capitalism and in support of socialism. Okay. Um, Soon the Red Brigade, a.k.a. Neighborhood Watch, a.k.a. Vigilantes, rolled back up to Jonestown. They were like, the deed is done. Okay. And I guess they signaled that. (laughs) I don't think they came back with his head on a stick or anything, but um, Jim Jones basically confirmed this, saying the the congressman's dead. And as he said this, armed guards begin or began to surround the pavilion. Like armed guards Yay. from the U.S. or armed guards from Jonestown? Oh, okay, not good. Jonestown. I was like, okay, maybe not. No. Okay. Um. So, all right, <laughs> one small glimmer of hope and squashed. Okay. Um. It was said that, and this is all from people that survived this. Okay. Anyway. Uh. Mothers with infants took position Aww. first. A temple, a temple member on the other side of the tub would fill a syringe with the poison and shot it into the infant's mouth and then the mother's mouth. Um, as this was happening and people were drinking the uh, poison, Jones would approach people to encourage them to drink the Kool-Aid because after adults saw the poison, begin to take effect, they showed a reluctance to die. Duh. Yeah, I would assume so. <laughs> exactly. We're like, yeah, that's kind of yeah, what happens. People don't <laughs> want to die. But anyway. And they see other people dying a terrible cyanide death. Right. Um, The poison caused death within five minutes for children, less for infants, and an estimated 20 to 30 minutes for adults. That's a long time for cyanide. So, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I guess it's diluted with all the other chemicals. Because cyanide is an asphyxiant. Like, it Um, makes it so your cells can't get oxygen, and then that that kills you in a couple minutes. Right. Yeah, I don't know how... It didn't say how much they put of each thing, but (laughs) I would assume... More than needed. I don't know. I don't... Right. Um, Obviously, it did the deed. It just took a little while. So, during this, um, a.k.a. people... uh, This sounds so bad. Basically, during... People drinking the Kool-Aid. Jones stated, I tell you, I don't care how many screams you hear, how many anguished cries you hear. Death is a million times preferable to ten more days of this life. If you knew what was ahead of you, you'd be glad to be stepping over tonight. Basically, that was his, uh, I guess, comforting way of telling people, it's okay, like... You're, they're screaming. I mean, they're slowly, Die. you know. They're, yeah, no. Not being able I to breathe. I don't feel good but, about this. 
Um, but it's fine. Right. And um, oh, this is so sad. So those who were still in line um, to get their Kool-Aid or their glass were presented with the dilemma of dying by poison or to die at the hands of the guards mm-hmm. by being shot. So ooh, I can't say that that's an easy it's choice. Not. But, um, I would pretend to drink the Kool-Aid. So then, oh, no, it's laid right, out. Just laid down on the ground and pretend to die. Yeah, exactly. Um, the guards were later called in to die by poison. So they were told to drink the Kool-Aid as well. Um, Jim Jones' body was found lying next to his chair, um, with his head on a pillow, and surprisingly, his cause of death was not by poison, um, it was by a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the temple. Because, hey, that's ironic, because no. temple. Because also- <laughs> Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I thought about that when I said But also, it. that's, like, a much more pleasant way to die than cyanide. Right. And, Okay. Basically, I I read somewhere that when they were doing, like, the autopsies of everybody, over 70 people had, like, injection Mm -hmm. wounds, and they don't know, like, if that was voluntary, filled with poison, like, for people that didn't, if they didn't want to drink it, they were just, like, shoving it into people and, you know, shooting them up with it, or they also said that they couldn't tell um, if it was considered a relief shot. To basically speed it. I don't know how to say it. Speed it up, make them numb, not feel it. I don't know. Um, I hope for their sake it was yeah, the second option it wasn't like, and that they didn't suffer. But I don't know. I hope it was an intentional murder of someone who didn't want to die. <laughs> Always, I hope that, right? Right. Uh, yeah. So at the end of the day, a total of. 918 people That's died so that much day. more than I thought. Yes, 918. And this was considered the greatest single loss of American civilian life in a deliberate act until 9-11. Yeah, that's like half of 9-11, isn't it? So, like a lot. Yeah, I don't even that's know like a lot how many. More than I thought. But 918 people in a mass suicide. That's insane. Like all, all because of one man was able to manipulate someone. He could have used that to be a millionaire. Oh, not or something else positive, literally for him. But no, Jinx. but no, Daddy, Daddy Jim. Hey, no, Daddy. Listen, I don't like juice, so I wouldn't have drank. You don't Kool-Aid, like juice, but listen, no, not really. I like orange I juice. Love juice, and I, I like the occasional. Capri I love Capri Sun. Suns. I oh, love eggnog. <laughs> okay, girl. So I keep getting made fun of because today at work instead of coffee, I had eggnog, and then I put the coffee. That is crazy. In the eggnog. So, like, I had, like, I'm like, I'm gonna use eggnog as creamer. And then I put the coffee in the eggnog and it kind of started to, like, cook the eggs. That's repulsive. (laughs) (laughs) That's disgusting. Um, Okay, but on the real note, like, what Capri Sun? The Roaring Waters. Oh my God, no, it's the Pacific Cooler. Did you ever make the cell phones? That was like when you were a kid. Did you make cell phones out of the. Yeah. Oh my God. That's why I like them. Yes. Oh my God, I thought. I thought people were so cool when they could, like, people would have, like, the little purses. Yeah, made like the chip bag them. purses. I wanted one yes. so bad. Oh, my God. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Well, anyway, that was suicide. the mass um, <laughs> murder slash suicide of Jonestown. So, he, he, we love we love that. I think my um, brain was like, let's yay. think about something better. <laughs> which, 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 okay. Let's get into yours. 
because I'm excited since, you know, I didn't know I, anything okay. about this, <laughs> that you were True. even doing it. I texted you that I was doing this. Okay, but I thought that was, like, for another day. We both day. messed up and they both canceled each other out, so I'm just going to roll with it. Okay, okay I'm, I'm so, here for it. I did. So I was going to do a conspiracy theory that I didn't necessarily believe, um, and I'm going to, like, throw myself in it like I do believe it. So fair warning, I don't believe this, but I'm going to, okay. I've been trying to like find real reasons why I might. Okay. So I'm doing okay. flat earth. <laughs> so, okay. I started by like Good. going on some of their forums and I wanted to like, like see what they were actually talking about on there. Actually, I guess, I guess first I was like, I'm going to interview a real flat earther, but I asked around like everyone I know and I couldn't find one. So this was like the, the place that I went. So Believe it or not, a lot of tattoo artists are flat really? earthers. <laughs> yeah, this guy that did one of my tattoos, he was like dead set on flat earth. Okay. I'm well, telling you, dude. It was weird. But yeah, I can only imagine the rabbit oh hole if you gosh. went down. People dude. who believe this believe it so strongly. Okay, so oh, here's yeah. what I found things that flat earthers love. They love anime, they love spelling mistakes, and they love using the word you rounders. Okay, listen, that sounds you like rounders? something I'd say. Okay, <laughs> so let's pretend I am not a rounder here and uh, jump into it. Okay. So first of all, just like a brief history of believing that the Earth is round instead of flat. Um, so like a long time ago, why would the average human think that the Earth is round? Like they wouldn't. So like ancient people did think that it was flat. Um, right. Like mm -hmm. people didn't really think about it, I guess. There were some theories about the shape of the Earth. Like, in ancient times, in Babylon, they thought the Earth was two-sided, either by being, like, a coin or, like, a hollow shape. And they had, like, a big underworld influence in their culture, so they thought the underworld was on one side and their world was on the other. So something with two distinct sides, but they didn't really describe what shape they thought the Earth was. Um, Egyptians thought the Earth was kind of like a square with four mountains, four corners holding it up on each side. Kind of like a like a piece of cloth that if you were to like tie up all four ends, it kind of dip in the middle, and then it was up on each side. So everyone had their different ideas. <laughs> um, Aristotle was the first to argue for a <laughs> spherical Earth, and that was in 300 BC, 350 BC. About um, he claimed that the Earth was round and pretty small, which he was right about both of them. Like, you know, we are pretty small in general, which I thought was like a I guess, I guess, yeah, relatively speaking. Yeah, which I thought was like a small. big thing for someone that long ago to discover. Um, but he found this out by both right. right information and wrong information. He was right when he said, like, you can tell the world is round by the way the stars move, like the way that constellations change when you are in different parts of the world. He had a couple like different ideas with the cosmos and all that. And he was wrong when he said that mm -hmm. you can tell the earth is round because there's elephants on both the east and the west. So they must have a place to walk around to oh. get to the other side. He was wrong because they're different species of elephants. Uh, but he used this in his argument and people went for it. My brain already can't wrap my head around why anyone would think I this makes sense. I will get sense. into it. Um, but yeah, no, I can't either. Okay. I literally, uh -huh. I, we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah, I just that's all you can say. Pretend I believe this. I don't. I, please nobody think that I believe this. I'm just trying to like... I don't know. I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. Play devil's advocate. I don't know why I'm doing this to all you people, but <laughs> anyway. Um, here's some other proof that rounders like to claim. Proof that the Earth is round. 
you can see the curve of the earth. Um, the human eye can see it from about 1100 meters elevation. So not that high. That's, I have no idea how high that is, but like tops of mountains, you can see the curve of the earth. You know, you've seen it looking out over the horizon. Right. Um, right. Eclipses show us the shape of the earth. Um, really tall shadows bend with the shape of the earth. The setting of the sun, it goes down over the curve of the earth. Um, and there's also the ant on a ball theory, which is where like, if you're an ant crawling on a ball and you're looking at it, like the ant, like the head will be seen first and then the face and then the body and then the legs, where if an ant is crawling straight towards you on a piece of paper, it would be really fuzzy and then slowly get clearer. If that makes sense. Uh, so yeah. like, the, like it like unveils itself, like it rises, like an ant on a ball coming toward you would look like it was rising. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So a little bit more history. A man named Giordano Bruno was burned at the stake in 15... Gior Giordano really Bruno. <laughs> I don't know if that's right at all. Um, he was... <laughs> I, I also made a spelling mistake here and wrote, he was burned at the stake, S-T-E-A-K. I think I'm hungry. <laughs> he was burned at the stake in 1590, which hmm. was 2,000 years after Aristotle. He was burned at the stake for claiming that the suns were other stars with other planets they straight up said this knowledge is false. They're like, no, this is so dumb. Like, how can you believe this? We're going to kill you over it. Like, when we know that that's true. Witchcraft. Yeah. And they still were like, yeah, the Earth's round. Everyone knows that, you know? Like, they were cool with that. They weren't cool with, like, mm -hmm. this. So if that shows you how common... The sun yeah. being, So if that shows you how, yeah. like, common knowledge the Earth being round is, I don't know. That's what that is for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got so, it. So, okay, if the Earth's not round, what is it? So, rounders believe the Earth is an oblong, round Earth that's, like, not perfectly spherical, but bowed in some places, and it looks like a ball. Mm -hmm. um, what flat Earthers think is that the North Pole is in the center, and it's radiating out. So, like, the North Pole is the center, and then as you go out a little bit, it's America and Europe and the rest of the Northern Hemisphere. And as you go out more, it's the Southern Hemisphere on the outskirts with Antarctica circling the entire outside of the Earth, if that makes sense. That sounds a lot more complicated yeah. than a sphere. And they think it's like a, I think it's like a dime okay. almost, a coin or a dome where we are on the flat part. Ugh. They also believe that Antarctica okay. is not a continent. It's a giant ice wall that holds all the water in and stops things from going over the edge. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll um, go with that. There'll be a lot more about Antarctica, too. So, it has no native people, and there's almost nothing living there. So, they argue that it's not meant to maintain life. It's meant to be a protective wall to protect us from whatever might be outside. And here's a quote that, that yeah, like, there's, like, evil out there. I don't know. It, it, it's, it is. We'll get into it. Here's a quote about the day and the night, because we don't have a sun rising over the horizon if we don't have a horizon. So day and night cycles are easily explained on flat Earth. The sun moves in circles around the North Pole. When it is over your head, it is day. When it is not, it is night. The light of the sun is confined to a limited area on Earth. So I don't know. Yeah. Um. What's out? So like the this this okay. quote comes directly from the Flat Earth Society website. What is on the outside of Earth? Like, if we're Earth, what's out there? And all it says is, beyond the ice wall is a topic of great interest to the Flat Earth Society. 
To our knowledge, no one has gotten very far past the ice wall and has returned to tell their journey. So they're basically saying like, I don't know, mon- like monsters? I don't know. They're saying that we can't get there because we'll die. Do they, but do they not be- believe in space? We'll get there. They kind of, well, I okay. think like they believe in a, is it Terra centric? They, they believe that the earth is the center of the universe and everything out there. Yeah, they believe oh, that like my. everything out there is working for Earth. Like Earth is perfect and amazing and like the rest of the universe caters to Earth basically. Oh boy, to be that detached mm-hmm. from reality. Wow. Yeah. I would love to be I know, that. I just it just seems so nice to <laughs> okay. be like Yeah, the Earth is I don't know, the center of the universe and I'm in the center of the I don't know. I don't know, man. Literally so That's why I have so many optimistic. quotes in here cuz I'm like I am okay confused let's let these people tell their story so i have another quote about like what they actually think the i guess the universe looks like the earth and the moon and the sun and stuff and this quote is from Mm skeptic.com and it says flat earth beliefs vary but usually involve a large disc-shaped world with a relatively tiny sun and moon circling above it like lamps above a table Flat Earth maps rearrange the continents and the seas to radiate outward from the North Pole, which is to be imagined at the center. Everything we think of as the Southern Hemisphere is spread out around the outer circumference. It is usually claimed Antarctica does not exist at all. Instead, the entire disk is encircled by a vast wall of ice that we mistake for a frozen Southern continent. I'm literally having to look up a picture of Flat Earth because... The idea of the North Pole being in the center just is not so. Like, imagine you're like flying in outer space and looking at round Earth, right? Okay, I'm looking. I'm looking at it. Yeah, it's like you fly to the top and you're looking at the North Pole from the top, and you look down, and it's like someone like cut the bottoms and spread it out, and then like filled in the gaps. If that makes sense. Basically, cut it in half and flattened it. Obviously, flat Earth. (laughs) LOL. Um, but. Yeah, no, no, no. I had to see it to understand. I was like, what the heck is I'll this? Post it. Okay, I'll post no, I get it. it now. I get it. So here's something that they answer on the Flat Earth website. If the planets are round, why isn't the Earth? Well, their answer is that it's the universe is not heliocentric, which is sun being centered. It is Earth centric. They believe that the Earth right. is the center of the universe and the stars and the planets and everything else is here to serve us. Um, quote, Earth's uniqueness, fundamental differences, and centrality makes any comparison to any other nearby celestial bodies insufficient, like comparing basketballs to the basketball court. Okay, so what I'm hearing, okay, let me break this down for my tiny little brain. Basically, they said that Earth is the center, that's why we're flat, and everything else is to serve us, and that is why they yeah, are Yeah, because those spheres. are planets. Like, those are in outer space, but they don't believe that, like, we are in outer space. They believe that, like, that is there for Earth. I don't know oh, either. okay. All right. Ooh, I bet these people are fun at a party. I would not want to go to their party. They actually have, um, in Dallas every year, they have a meeting, like a, a group meetup, and they have a little hand signal, and, like, they get together and go to... Yeah, it's literally like, I'm doing it. You can't see it. It's like a flat palm. It's like a flat palm. Like your hand is facing down. That's it. Because it's, oh, and like a, like pointing 
and facing down. Like flat, just a flat palm, <laughs> flat earth. <laughs> but like not That's in the Hitler pathetic. way. In but the like, way. why? Yeah. Right. Don't no, raise it the, above your head. That means it's something the other completely way. Like, it's different. Across your chest <laughs> instead of out straight. But yeah, that's the oh, uh, flatter. Wow. Okay. That's a little Ooh. handshake thing. Um, I just don't know. Uh, well, another question people ask is, well, like, what about gravity? You know, there's gravity that's caused by, like, the Earth being round. And they have an answer for that, too. So um, right. this also comes from the Flat Earth Society wiki website. Um <laughs> They think that we're flying up at a rate of 9.8 meters per second, which is terminal velocity. So that's like if you drop a bowling ball off a building, it falls. That's how fast it'll go. This is what you were talking about that one day. When? In our recording. We were talking about like car crashes and terminal velocity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you were like, it's 9.8. That's the speed of gravity. That's not gravity. That's us moving up that fast. So it feels like we're being weighed down. And remember this. Wait, are we yeah, constantly, we're constantly like, shooting up? up? I think these people Do, might be constantly okay. shooting up. So. Right. Literally. Um, so that would mean like there is an infinite amount of. Apparently. Upward. I don't think they have a plan for when we get to the end. Okay. I don't know. But remember this fact for when we start, we're going to start rapping later. Um, So remember this, because it's going to come into the rap. We're going to start rapping. Ooh, okay. I probably won't rap it, it. but we'll see. Um, They also, according to Physics World, this is them trying to explain the physics. Um, The sun and the moon are 50 kilometers in... The sun and the moon are 50 kilometers in diameter and circle the disc-shaped Earth at a height of 550 kilometers. How many miles is that? I'm trying to think. Like 3,000 miles. Um, With the stars above this rotating on a dome, many flat earthers also reject gravity with the UK model, suggesting that the disk is itself accelerating up at 9.8 meters per second squared to give the illusion of gravity. So that's just a physicist from physicsworld.com trying to explain this nonsense. Physics world. Well, lucky for him, I made a C in physics, so that one might actually convince me. Like... An actual physicist went online and explained why there is no flat Earth. And I feel bad for that poor guy. He probably just graduated physics class, like physics school. And they're like, okay, now go com- like debate these people who are not even going to listen to you. Right. So flat Earth actually popped back up recently um, in the 50s with the theory of the zetetic theory of astrology, which basically means z- zeteticism is questioning everything which seems like a good idea like don't go anything don't go into anything with preconceived notions just question things the flat earth wiki says zeteticism differs from the usual scientific method in that using zeticism one bases his conclusions on experimentation and observation rather than on guesses and checks which i don't think they know what the regular um (laughs) scientific method is because i don't know right i don't know um, well, the guy who like started this resurgence basically, um, with this is Zetetic, Zetetic system. His name was Samuel Burley Robotham and he called himself Parallax that nobody really knows where he got that name. And he wrote a book called Earth, not a globe. And he hosted lectures to yell about his findings and people would come listen to him. And I'm not really sure if 
they were serious about it or like if they were just like, let's hear what this whack job has to say, but they all went and listened. Um, right. And he did an experiment called the Bedford Level Experiment. And this is a picture that I cannot look at without laughing. And I'm about to send it. I'm about to take a picture of my screen and send it to okay. you. Okay. Okay. Um, and just tell me how scientific this looks to you. Okay. It's sent, <laughs> but don't look at it yet. Did you receive That's it? That's hilarious. Okay. 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 Yes. And it says okay. attachment. So when I tell image. you to open it, look at this beautiful scientific reasoning on why the earth is definitely flat um so what they did in this experiment is okay they laid out flags i think they were boat flags um six miles in distance and they measured what it would look like through a telescope and there was two possible outcomes and uh whichever one they found uh would determine if the earth was round or flat so i want you to look at the two hypotheses that i sent you with two little drawings okay the fact that these people literally yeah okay so it's just a guy looking at flags across six i'll put it on the thing it's just like little sketch that's literally not how that works okay it reminds me of you ever read that book the little prince it's like and he lives Uh, on that really 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 tiny world Oh yeah, that's God, what it yeah. reminds me of because it's like a guy standing on a hill looking at flags. <laughs> that is just like you're you're uh, that right there just proves that you're trying too hard to make what you think real. You know what I'm saying? Like obviously no one in their right mind thinks uh the bottom <laughs> one is what happens if the earth is rounded. <laughs> just like that just no, doesn't it make sense. Literally doesn't make any sense. Um, but that's the Bedford level experiment that is still used in an argument. I love that. Uh, the fact one that, more bit okay. of historic evidence on why people have been trying to prove that the Earth is flat is a R.I.P. to a guy named Mike Hughes called Mad Mike Hughes. Um, I don't know if you heard about this because it was really recent, but he was a guy who was a flat earther and he made all these rockets try to like go up above the earth and look at it, I guess. Um, Well, February 2nd, 2020, he built a homemade rocket and he crashed it in the desert and he died. Um, So rip Mike. Okay. You went out doing what you loved. Um, Hope you saw the earth was flat like as you were up there, maybe. Okay. But like, do people think... For example, if you see a picture of Earth, you know, from NASA, and it's clearly a sphere. Well, that's my next one. Um, So the next part is, what is this lie? What do do they have to gain about this? Well, the space race. Well, okay, so a lot of what they do is they're compounding conspiracy theories. Like, if you, like, meet someone who believes the Earth is flat, they have a thousand conspiracy theories that all add on to one another. So... A big reason is that they believe that they lied about the moon landing and the space race. I was just mm-hmm. about to ask you that. So okay. since NASA originally thought the Earth was round, they told everyone the Earth was round. Um, when that wasn't true, NASA can't. So and when they were doing that, they were getting all this money from the government for quote unquote space travel when actually they were spending it on secret projects. So if it came out now that the Earth was flat, everyone okay. would know that NASA is lying about uh, their space travel. So now that NASA realizes it's flat, they have to trick us into it being round to keep up their credibility. Okay. It's, it's so many conspiracies. I read something online that's actually kind of sad where it's about like what happened to these people that they question 
everything, like that everyone is out to get them, that they're stealing their money and like every conspiracy all in one. And uh, the flat earth just pulls them all together, I guess. That sounds exhausting. Like what is, where is your distrust for all this authority coming from? Because it's hard to keep, like, do you have a notebook? It's so hard to keep track of what is going on. All right. Mm -hmm. So let's get into the evidence. Um, I want you to look up the UN's flag and uh, tell me what it looks like. Yeah. UN. Like the United Nations flag. Okay. okay. Let's see here. Uh, it looks... Okay, it's giving me Hunger Games vibes. It's a flat but earth. Listen, it's, it is a flat earth. It's like... I will also post this, but it's like a flat earth. Like, drawn out the way flat earth is drawn out with, like, leaves around it, kind of. That's what's giving me the yeah, Hunger Games Yeah, it's straight up a flat earth. It's like wrinkly. Um, so, UN, what's this about? Like, is this like a secret nod to people who are on to you? Um, another bit of evidence is the Antarctic Treaty of 1961, and it was established by the UN to prohibit independent exploration of Antarctica. The treaty also bans military activity, except in support of science, prohibits nuclear explosions, and the disposable, disposal of nuclear waste promotes scientific research and the exchange of data and holds all claims in abeyance. So basically they say like, don't mess with Antarctica. It's just chilling there. Like you don't own it basically. It's like, we yeah. don't go out there. Exactly. You don't go out there. But why would they do this? What are they trying to hide? If they go too far, will they hit the, will they go over the edge? Will, will they, they find, find a Yeti? A Yeti? Um, there's been ancient um, voyages around quote unquote Antarctica, but they're so much bigger than we think Antarctica is now. Not, not because of global warming, probably. Um, so maybe it's much bigger than we think. And it's just this whole circle. Cause that's also how they believe we circumnavigate the world is that like, you go all the way in a circle, you circumnavigate, you just don't go in the sphere, you know? Yeah. Okay. okay. I don't gotcha. know if that makes sense. Um, so what are you trying to hide NASA? What are you trying to hide the UN? What are they on to? They're keeping it from us to steal our money, to hide us from the truth, blah, blah, blah. All right. Now I want to end it with some fun quotes about flat earth yay so this one's from Shaq. everyone likes Shaq. he says the tall guy that's all i know about Shaq. the tall guy who does deodorant commercials (laughs) he says i do not go up and down at a 360 degree angle and all that stuff about gravity have you looked outside atlanta lately and seen all these buildings you mean to tell me that china is under us china under us it's not the world is flat and that's from Shaq. That's what I said about that. Elon Musk facetiously asked, why is there no flat Mars society? The flat earth official society responded and said, hi, Elon. Thanks for the question. Unlike the earth, Mars has been observed to be round. We hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, Straight and to the point. I don't know what Elon Musk said, but uh, I am so confused about what he means. B.O.B., the rapper. This is where we're going to start rapping. I'm not going to rap it. Because I didn't I listen to B.O.B. it, I just read the lyrics. Um, this is a song, a diss track about Neil deGrasse Tyson. And he says, I see only good things on the horizon. That's why the horizon always rising. Because we're going up, you know. And, oh, and the song is called Flatline, in case anyone wants to listen to it. And it's about the earth being flat. And then he goes on to say, indoctrinated in a cult full 
an occult called science and graduated from a club full of liars. Heliocentrism. You are a victim. F you and your team. They're nervous before you try and curve it. So basically saying, like, I don't know, I'm not trying to, like, translate rap, but he's like, what are you doing being dumb? (laughs) Like, this is true. Why won't you believe the truth? Yeah. Forget education. Forget science. That's that's false. Fake exactly. News. Instead, go on the Flat Earth Wiki, which is very interesting, by the way. <laughs> this one's by Albert Einstein, and he says, common sense is what tells us the Earth is flat. Um, I don't think he was a flat earther. I think he was more like, I think that's more of like a jab at common sense in general and how common sense like steers people wrong. Because there's yeah. no way that could Einstein be, thinks yeah, the world yeah, yeah. is flat. I just thought it was funny. I was not, when you said it was coming from Albert Einstein. I was like, oh, not Albert. Not they didn't, Albert. can't have Albert. Uh, okay. No. Uh, so no. I just like that quote because it shows that even in his time, he was like, oh my gosh, guys, like the Earth is not flat. <laughs> he probably wanted to pull his little gray like, that's hairs. That's why he was bald out. on top because he was just pulling him so hard because he's like the Earth yeah, is exactly. not flat. <laughs> Exactly. Some sports guy named Gino, who I don't know. I saw this on like a Twitter screenshot thing. I don't know anything about sports man. Um, but his name is Gino on Twitter. <laughs> um, and he wrote something about how like Antarctica is the ice wall. And then someone on Twitter replied and said that his friend had been there. And uh, Gino said, it's restricted. And then the guy was like, no. And then Gino said, quote, it's restricted. You can't go past the restricted areas. And then the guy was like, but my friend was there, <laughs> quote, not past the restricted areas. Just over and over and over repeating, not past the restricted areas. I'm like, what? Who? You know, he seems like the type that's like, if Someone I say it, it enough, they'll understand. Yeah. Yes. I don't understand these people at all. <laughs> Lastly, my favorite quote about Flat Earth, and it was posted on Facebook by the Flat Earth Society. The Flat Earth Society has members all around the globe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm l- sorry. You could probably hear the steam and wheels turning in my brain. I was like, yeah. Hmm. And then I got it all around yes, the globe. Um. The globe. So yeah, you rounders, if you still want to question me, um, it's fake. They think everything's fake. They think NASA is lying. They think every photo is fake. They think. Everything is a conspiracy to try to lie to us, which must be exhausting. Like, what happened to these people that they think everything sucks? And, uh, yeah, that's Flat Earthers. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? No. Couldn't be me. I'm not I can f- tell you that. I'm not a Flat Earther. Um, so, yeah. I'm not. I promise. If you are a Flat Earther, write us, type us an email. Tell yeah, us how you do I it. I will interview you. I will call you. That if sounds- you want to sit around for 28 minutes while I try to call you. I'll interview you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It might take a little while to get it going, but um, yeah, no, because that sounds mentally draining to try and like keep up with oh, all yeah. of the quote unquote yeah. evidence. And just to think that everything is fake. Yeah. Like what? Like I do think some of the moon landing pictures were fake and it, trust me, we're going to get to it. But not everything that ever came up is fake. Ugh. Okay. Yeah, I'm no. Frustrated. Like it's it's okay to question some things, but like to question everything, yeah. or like question 
Like, you just genuinely have to have no Or, like, you can lie. question that the Earth, what shape the Earth is, but it's pretty easy to find that answer, <laughs> you know? We know the answer. Right. Why are we fighting it? I don't know. Exactly. No. Oh, my I know, God. I don't know. I don't know. That was one topic that would that just left me speechless. I just don't even I've know. I've been what researching to say. this like all over the place because it's so hard to like try to put this together because everyone is so adamant. Like they are so convinced and in different ways. They're like, the Earth is flat because we faked the moon landing in NASA. And someone else is like, the Earth is flat because God said it and the government hates God. And another, it's just like all over the place. How am I even supposed oh to put God. like a thing together? Oh my God. Yeah, that just sounds. Yeah, my brain doesn't. My brain hurts. Can't keep up. My brain hurts and I too. To- <laughs> I need some oh Kool Aid. Let's go drink some Kool Aid. I'll take a Capri Sun Pacific. You can just like inject the cyanide thanks. into the side with a right with a hint of cyanide. Actually, instead um, of cyanide, I want vodka. Okay, but I want <laughs> okay. Valium. <laughs> I'll take some of that too. I want whatever the flat earthers. I are know having, whatever okay? they're on. Put me on it. Except. I don't right. Oh, I feel like I know what a flat earther looks like, and they're all in their basement. They all have neck beards. They all live with their moms. I don't know. You're definitely describing incels. Yes. <laughs> well, okay. No, they're different. Maybe maybe flat earthers are like skinny, scraggly dudes. I don't know. I looked at pictures from their know. convention, and they all just look like normal people. I know, That's and scary. it says there's like 1,600 people who like wholeheartedly like are part of this like flat earth society and i'm like that's a lot of people like some of them are serious and i think they're all serious because i tried to plot twist they're they're maybe they are cult this is getting too deep i'm sure we can mm-hmm. make up this i mean they have their hand I know, signal they do so. we don't even have a hand signal we should make one we don't i mean hmm. okay we'll, we'll workshop it we'll workshop it and that yeah. can be like our new logo you draw it this time what if we had enough fingers to spell? Well, I only have like twelve here. fingers on each hand. <laughs> like we could do G O workshop it H. It's not physically. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yes. Go. Go. It's gone off the rails. We're gonna make people cut their ears off. Yes. Uh. Yeah, they're like I actually fast forwarded. So. Okay. We don't blame forward you. 15, we don't forward, blame you. 15 forward, 15. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening um, to this hot mess express of an episode. Because um, from the get-go, we did not know what was going on. So, um, yeah. Write into us at getouterhere at gmail.com. Criticism, feedback, personal, personal stories, stories theories, theories, ideas for us. We don't mess up twice and have it cancel each other out again. <laughs> Because what are the chances oh, it'll please, work out well yes. again? Jesus. You know what? I think maybe we'll have to, like, I'll do my topic I was going to do next week anyway, and then you can okay. do what I was going to do. <laughs> I have to see what that is. Or just we'll wing, wing it. it. Just wing we'll it. see. Wing it, wing it, wing it. I can tell you it was another cult. It was another cult. But I only know one other cult. <sighs> Which is? I'm not. They're the tracksuit cult, right? Girl, I don't know. The one I was going to do, or AKA was supposed to do, was Heaven's Gate. I don't even Gate. know if that's the one I was thinking. Oh, well, okay. Um, But yes, please, please help us, because as you can see, yeah, we are struggling. Are. 
And please follow us at Get Otter Here on Instagram. We are going to post. I feel like we yeah. do pretty good with posting. Do you want to see this flat earth? Um, Go see it. But yes. Um, it'll make your brain turn to yeah. mush like My ours. brain hurts now. Um, I feel dumber than when I started. What should um, I post? Ooh, post that 44-minute recording. Jonestown. The death tape. I don't think I can post <laughs> I don't 44 think you can, and I don't think anyone would sit there and listen. A picture of Jones. Oh, well. I don't know what he looks like. Oh, he looks weird. Um, okay, I will do that, and then I'll also, because I know y'all are going to forget, I'll post yes, the name of that I already movie. forget what it's called. The Sacrament. Okay, I will watch it's it. So I will good. force Mitch to watch it when I make her dinner. I think she's asleep. <laughs> I'm just, like, squatting okay, in her perfect. house. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. This is right. fine. You're um, free but yeah. to get out of here. Get out of here. Bye. All right, bye, y'all.